Welcome to the Audible Word, where we narrate biblical passages for your convenience. However, we would also like to encourage you to embark on your own journey by reading the Word of God and discovering what God wants to say to you. Well, with that said, our passage for today is found in Colossians chapter 1, verses 1 to 14. But just before we get to our passage, let's take a look at some interesting points. Colossians is a book, or really a letter, in the New Testament of the Bible. To get a better feel for the book, we should examine the history and geography of it. To do that, we can ask the following questions. Who, when, and why? First up, who wrote the book of Colossians? The Apostle Paul wrote the book. He was a native of Tarsus, which was in the Roman province of Cilicia. He was a Jew and a Roman citizen by birth. He was well educated in what today we might call the humanities, but his main area of study was rabbinical, and he had studied under the famous rabbi Gamaliel. When was the book written? Colossians was written sometime between 60 and 62 AD. Paul was in Rome awaiting trial before the Roman Emperor Nero, and this is the third of four letters Paul writes from prison. It was then delivered by one of his associates named Tychicus. Who was it written to? The letter was written to the church in the city of Colossae. Paul did not found this church. As a matter of fact, he had never been to it. It was founded by a man named Epaphras. Colossae was located in the region of Phrygia in the Roman province of Asia, which is part of modern-day Turkey. Colossae, Laodicea, and Hierapolis formed a triad that was in the Lycus Valley. Colossae had once been an important city, but by Paul's time, it was small and no longer along the trade route. And finally, why was the book written? Colossae was a Gentile city with a sizable Jewish population. And because of this, a strange mixture of heresy was starting to form. Epaphras was so concerned about this that he took the thousand-mile trip to Rome to get Paul's advice and help. Let's take a very brief look at the mixture separately. First, false Greek philosophy. According to this, God was good but matter was evil. Because God was good, he could not create evil, so they postulated that there were descending emanations from the divine, and a lower emanation created evil. Since Christ was a lower emanation, his humanity was denied. The second part is Jewish legalism. This element taught circumcision was necessary for salvation. They also taught asceticism. 
they promoted Jewish dietary laws, observing special days, basically ceremonialism. This strange mix had the incipient qualities of what would become known as Gnosticism. That is that God is good and matter is evil and that there is a secret higher knowledge needed for salvation. Now that we have a better understanding of the background of the book and the situation Paul was facing as he sends this preventative letter, we can tackle the rest of the book. Now, let's get to our passage. Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus by the will of God, and Timothy, our brother, to God's holy people in Colossae, the faithful brothers and sisters in Christ, grace and peace to you from God our Father. We always thank God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, when we pray for you, because we have heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and of the love you have for all God's people. The faith and love that spring from the hope stored up for you in heaven and about which you have already heard in the true message of the gospel that has come to you. In the same way, the gospel is bearing fruit and growing throughout the world, just as it has been doing among you since the day you heard it and truly understood God's grace. You learned it from Epaphras, our dear fellow servant, who is a faithful minister of Christ on our behalf, and who also told us of your love in the Spirit. For this reason, since the day we heard about you, we have not stopped praying for you. We continually ask God to fill you with the knowledge of His will through all the wisdom and understanding that the Spirit gives, so that you may live a life worthy of the Lord and please Him in every way, bearing fruit in every good work, growing in the knowledge of God, being strengthened with all power according to His glorious might, so that you may have great endurance and patience, and giving joyful thanks to the Father who has qualified you to share in the inheritance of His holy people in the kingdom of light. For He has rescued us from the dominion of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of the Son He loves, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. All readings taken from the New International Version and used by permission. Opening theme music composed by Rolf Eichland. Background music provided by Purple Planet.